sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investors Edge with Gary Coppa. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Coppa. And welcome once again to Investors Edge. I'm Gary Culp. I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Uh, glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, happy that you are listening. It's uh, September 3rd, 2019. It's a Tuesday. And we're here to talk about everything. Everything you need to know. But first, let's start with the obvious. Uh, I am back in Florida. Uh, I will tell you that we dodged a big one. Uh, I have been in many hurricanes. I still remember Andrew where... We did not get hit. We were in Boca Raton. It hit Miami and South Miami. I went down there the next day to help out with the National Guard. The place was absolutely leveled. If Florida got hit with this one, same thing would have happened. So Florida looks like we dodged one. Uh, Tomorrow in my area, we're going to get some weather. Maybe 30, 40 mile an hour winds and some rain. We had some squalls today. But really... The Bahamas were mauled. Not every place. Grand Bahama Island, Freeport, Abaco Islands. 150 to 180 mile an hour winds plus for a day. So we don't even know what to say about that. We're seeing some video coming in. Just utter destruction. Utter destruction. And already we're now hearing from morons. Everybody go up in arms and the media played it too much and blah, blah. I got news for you. If this bad boy was 50 miles to the west, utter destruction, if not worse. So for the people out there that are like, yeah, you know, you know, uh, they played it, you have to. You always have to err on the side of caution. This thing was going 200 MPHs. Anyway, our thoughts are with uh, anybody affected. Uh, in those areas, and man, oh man, oh man, I'm looking at some video. Wow. Uh, a few things from my trip. I got to go on a cruise, do a little speaking. You know, one or two people like me. Had some business I had to run, but uh, visited some places. Never been to Athens, Greece, even though I've been to Greece uh, on a couple occasions. Uh, had a blast. Had an absolute blast in Athens, Greece. And I want to do a big shout out. Because normally I don't take a lot of tours. I do it all myself. I'm the, I'm the tour master. But uh, if you're ever in Athens, privategreasetours.com. Uh, email Nikos. You'll see his picture on there. What a great, great private tour. And not very expensive. Uh, the gentleman who took us around took us to things that most people don't even know about. We did the usual stuff, but just had a great, great time. So again, let me just tell you, privategreasetours.com. And no, I'm not getting any discounts. Uh, went to uh, Montenegro, Croatia, though our Croatia was cut short. Uh, so we did a little bit, but uh, man, KOTOR, K-O-T-O-R, wow. You go through this bay uh, to get to where we tendered. Absolutely gorgeous. Fantastic. Now, we came back a day early because of the hurricane. Why would I do that? Well, we have some family. Got some dogs. And it turned out okay. Uh, Orlando International Airport was shut today. I'm not sure sure if it's shut right now. 
but everybody uh, took precautions. Even um, Disney shut down early today. Shut down early. I think OIA is still shut down right now. SeaWorld shut down. It's a good move. You got employees. All the Starbucks is near me got shut down. That never happens. Anyway, while I was gone, more of the same. Um, tired of the back and forth. It's pretty much nauseating. You know what we're talking about. Uh, we the people are supposed to be we the people. They're supposed to be working for us. You tell me whether they're working for us. And you know, I'm not going to go tit for tat here because I could. But while I was gone, just nauseating some of the things and the politics of some of those things. And by the way, as you know, we hate them all. We hate both sides. Anyway. This is a show about you and your money and a few things I just want to mention. Uh, subprime lending is back and, and back in droves. Uh, lesser credit people are getting loans. Not sure what that means. I'm not sure it's good news for them or bad news for us. I'm just reporting to you that's starting to be the norm again. And why does that happen? Why do they lower the bar on lending? Well, it's simple. They ran out of people to lend to. On top of that, housing affordability. People can't afford homes like they used to, so what do they got to do? Lower the standards, get more people to do. It's what happened in 08. Now, also what I'm reading about, and by the way, confirming, they're securitizing these loans again in a big way. Well, again, they've been doing it all along. That's where they put all these loans together. The rating services come in and tell you how wonderful it is, and then they sell it to people to make income off of it, and nothing's ever supposed to go wrong. So we're just letting you know that's happening too. Have I thrilled you yet? We're just stating the facts. Uh, today, I want you to listen carefully. We measure our words here, and we'll get into the markets in a couple of minutes. A manufacturing number came out today, and may I just say it was recessionary. Uh, I posted it on GaryK.com. You can go check it out. The number is recessionary, and they have something called New Orders Index. New orders, new future orders, it plunged to recessionary numbers. So just letting you know, to be watched, because Brazil and Argentina, Hong Kong's got problems with China, and I can promise you the Hong Kong economy is headed south. Europe, Germany, the United Kingdom, contracting all these areas. Singapore, South Korea, contracting. Now we get our numbers. New orders index plunges, as I said. The new export orders decreased also. They have an employment index fell also. We are not immune. Now I will tell you, and I promise you this, a bunch of these numbers, tariffs, uncertainty, more tariffs, more uncertainty, repercussions. They better be listening. Up next, full market wrap, movers of the day, lots more today. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's edge. 
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And what once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kaltbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. So just so you know, the trade thing's been going back and forth. Remember what I told you while I was gone, did the show once or twice. Uh, we played Best of Gary. We did a couple of those bear market um, shows, and I urge you to listen to them back. Our main themes are pretty much staying the same right now. Our main themes. They have not changed. Market's very news-driven the tariff situation, but now something is entering the fray, and that is the economy. If the economy is heading south, that means earnings will be heading south. That means the market will be heading south, and regardless, because we know it's 100% certainty that our central bank is going to lower rates in September and probably a good amount. I expect a half point, and I expect more after that. The question is, is the game up? With every time the central bank lowers rates, markets just go higher. Answer is I don't know yet. What I do know right now is even after last week's rally up, after we scanned 1,500 to 2,000 stocks on the three-day weekend, 200 sectors, every country, every commodity, it's very mushy out there. What do I mean by mushy? Well, when we scan 1,500 to 2,000 stocks, we say to ourselves, boy, the Dow, S&P, NASDAQ, NASDAQ 100 are just a bunch of percent below their highs. But look at all these stocks that are broken down and a lot broken down badly. In other words, what's underneath the surface? Look how the Russell 2000 is down mid-teens. The transports, almost mid-teens. Mid-caps, teens. Financials. Regional banks are where they were. December of 16. The small and mid-caps are where they were 22 months ago. The bigger indices, the ones that have done the best, are where they were a year ago. So all this talk about bullish markets is bull. What you have now is wide swinging ranges, some things worse than others. The market is much worse than where the Dow, S&P, NASDAQ, and NASDAQ 100 are. Much worse. Which begs the question, what's going on underneath? Well, let me tell you. The strongest areas right now, overall areas. Utilities. Real estate. Consumer staples. You know, the Procter & Gamble types and the Coca-Colas. Housing. What does that all have in common? Well, they're defensive. The housing, utilities, and the real estate is based on interest rates continuing to dive. The consumer staples are what is known as recession-resistant. In other words, if the economy suffers or heads south, you're still going to get your Coca-Cola because you're all insane. you got to get your drugs, your soap, your cleaners, you know, the Clorox types. Tobacco used to be in that group, but tobacco has their own issues. But food, beverage, household products, and the like. That's what's keeping a lot of the indices better than the internals. So we have to watch closely. We have been in the weird trading range the last four weeks where we get gaps to the upside, 300, gaps to the downside, 250. Gap up 300, then drop 500. But just sit in place. And when I did my scans, as I said this weekend, because I knew the market was up 2 to 3% last week, yeah, maybe I can find some. I got news for you. Didn't look for it at all. Was not thrilled. Leadership, nah. Defensive. 
past leading growth names, Adobe, Autodesk, Salesforce.com, uh, CyberArk, ServiceNow, Okta, Twilio, Upland, Ver- VeriSign, Viva Systems, Wix.com, Workday, Zendex, a whole slew of names. Amazon in the big name, Facebook in the big name, Netflix in the big name, Oracle in the big name, PayPal in the big name, Tesla in the big name, Trade Desk, Splunk, the other names. have all broken down. Remember we told you things get when the market gets a little bit bearish, it's going to sell off anything that loses money? Did you see Lyft and Uber today? So just letting you know, we have a defensive market here, even though the Dow and S&P aren't really down that much. And in case you don't know what we mean, Lyft came public at 72. They opened it at 88. It's 45.40, new yearly low today. Big sales gains year over year, but massive losses. Uber, another new low, $45 deal. It's a 30 and change. We hope you listened. We told you to avoid these names. Remember, we told you to avoid these names, that they came out at ridiculously stupid valuations. They rushed the deals out because they knew. And in Uber's case, you have nothing but massive losses and decelerating sales and a company trying to get into every other business under the sun. So a little bit of that is happening now. It is muy importante you being more on the defensive side right now. This is not my opinion. It is the market's opinion. We read the markets, and we read them better than anybody. We've been doing it for ages. The rallies to the upside have been very unimpressive. The drops to the downside have been more impressive to the downside than when we move to the upside. Does that make any sense? And again, market's quite defensive. If anything changes, we will let you know. But this has been the theme for a little bit of time here. And in a couple of minutes, we're going to give you some support levels on the majors. That better not be taken out. Why? Because when support levels get taken out, the big institutional crowd recognizes it and it feeds on itself. That's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Not the algorithms and blah, blah, blah. This is real world talking. Up next on the Ed Full Market Wrap, much more. I'm Gary. This is the Investor Ed. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. It's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. The Market Wrap. The complete market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. With his proprietary indicators, go check it out. Investment-models.com. Dow down 285 today. S&P down 20. NASDAQ 88. NASDAQ 181. SOX down 27. Transports 135. Advanced declines not very good. Up-down volume not very good. Uh, many more new lows than new highs. Uh, well, let me take that back. There are new highs on the New York, but they're mostly gold, silver, Muni bond funds, bond funds, and some of that other stuff. Anyway, the market remains mushy, and I want you to treat it that way. On top of that growth land, market no happy anymore, and I want you to treat it that way. And when we tell you to avoid certain areas, we are not whistling Dixie right now. Are we allowed to say whistling Dixie? Where's the PC crowd bad on that one, too? Okay. Are you ready? The Dow. You will notice it is range bound now. One, two, three, we're in the fifth week. Uh, And the range is below the 50-day. 
one could call it a bare flag. What's a bare flag? Well, it's a flag turned upside down, and then you break through the bottom of it. Well, that hasn't happened yet. We close at 26,118. The recent low was 25,339, so we're still talking about 780 points. 3%. So we're not sweating it, but that's not really the story. Why? Because, well, Procter & Gamble's at new highs. Coca-Cola's at new highs, by the way. Uh, Merck is at new highs. Guess, again, consumer staples. Walmart near new highs. Exactly. Discount retail, another defensive on no growth. So you got to be careful there. In the Dow today, Boeing down 10. Remember what we've been telling you, and we rallied up again, and there was a decent trade out of it, but now they're talking about they're not going to get these 737s up in time for the holidays. Goldman Sachs down five, Home Depot down four. Home Depot was rallying on the hurricane. Uh, believe it or not, the fact that it didn't hit Florida is sending the stock back down. Hey, I just report the news. Uh, Apple down three, American Express almost three, Caterpillar two, Chevron one and a half. IBM one and a half, JP Morgan almost one and a half, Microsoft almost two, 3M three, United Health three, United Tech one and change, Visa one and change. So the Dow, there's your support level that I gave you, the S&P. Support at 28.22, we're at 29.06. And what do we mean by support? Basically around that number we just gave you is where it's been holding, even though it's a little bit, you know, hit 28.22, then 28.24, then 28.24, then 28.26. So in and around, you'll, you, you understand where we're going with that. Uh, the NASDAQ, uh, we'll call support around uh, 7,700. We're at 7,874. Uh, the NASDAQ 100, it's called about 7,400. But again, that, that's really not the story. The story is the Russell 2000. It's only 2,000 stocks, don't worry. It never even got to the intermediate term highs, let alone the highs. And the Russell 2000, but don't worry, it's only 2,000 stocks. It, it, it's trading where it was two years and four months ago. But don't worry. Uh, the regional banks, but they don't matter, right? Regional banks are trading at, uh, you got to go back to the week after Trump's election. That's how far down they've gone. The big financials is trading where they were, eh, let's call it uh, October of 17, almost two years. And by the way, these things are off their highs decently. And of course, I can go through emerging markets in China. These things are way, way down. And that's what we mean by the internals and the underneath the surface and how many stocks are in uptrends versus downtrends, how many stocks are bottoming versus topping. And as I mentioned earlier, I, I rifled off a bunch of names that were leading that are now broken down. And what do we mean by broken down? What does that mean, Gary? Well, you can see stair steps going up, and now you can see stair steps going down. That's all. And the more names that do that, the worse the market gets. It's the exercise we've been telling you about for years. That imagine if there was only 100 stocks in the market. That's it. And 100 of them were in uptrends, ascending. And then you lose 10. Well, you got 90, 10. That's still darn good. Nothing to worry about except the 10 that are now topping out and heading down. You may want to look at those. But overall, you're in good shape. But then it goes 80, 20. But it's still 80, 20. You're not going to have a fit on the market when you're 80, 20. That's still damn good. Oh, but then it's 70, 30. Eh, now you got some trouble. But not the end of the world. Yet. Because 70 30 is pretty good. But the trend has turned some. You were at 100 0. And then, uh oh, 60 40 and 50 50. And 
Guess what the indices are doing now? They're no longer ascending because the inwards of the market, a bunch of them have headed down. So the major indices have flattened out that have the 100 stocks in there and are they actually starting to turn down too. And then it worsens 46. You get my point? And that's all we're doing with you, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we're doing with you is measuring the tape underneath the surface because I know what you guys have to go through. Oh, you turn on the TV and they say the Dow was up, the Dow was down. It was up because of trade, it was down because of trade. No, 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 no. Negatory. Just follow the tape, read the insides, be a step ahead, and don't listen to doofuses. By the way, we're not doofuses here. And what do I mean by that? Let me tell you some doofusation today. And I'm not going to mention who because we turned over a new leaf a while back. You can look for yourself, but we're not going to mention who. Some analyst came out who had a uh, $2,250 uh, price target on Amazon. And uh, Amazon has not been doing as well lately. It was uh, before the open today, 1775 So he's 475 bucks from his target price. And by the way, is a good 250 points off of where it was a year ago, Amazon. Uh, what does the doofus do? Well, he can't change the buy recommendation to buy recommendation. He raises his target. He raises his target. He goes from uh, 2250 to 2600 So he's almost 500 points away from his original target, and now he raises it a few hundred more dollars. Why would he do that? Well, if I met the person, I call him a skank. There's no reason to do that except to goose the stock up, drive the stock up. That's not working for you anymore. No reason at all, but welcome to the analyst community. There's a reason why they spell the uh, name analyst, analyst. Think of the first four letters. That was not a joke. That was quite serious. That was just one of the things that was going on today. And then I heard that, uh, I can mention the company, J.P. Morgan, an analyst came out and said, you got to buy September. And I was looking to see based on what he said, nothing. And then you know what he said? Based on the internals of the market. And I'm thinking to myself, is this guy Helen Keller and Stevie Wonder all put together? The internals, the ones that I'm reading off to you on a daily basis? Up next, a little more of that and other stuff. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. It's the one only investor there. You're listening to... What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge with Gary Kolfoff. Once again, to Investor's Edge, thanks for being with us today. Hope you have a very good day. Uh, I'm going to lay off more politics for today. I must tell you that when we were on the cruise, uh, we actually did have Fox News, uh, uh, cruising the Greek islands on the cruise ship. We had uh, MSNBC. We had CNBC. And I just really didn't watch any anything. I, I just stayed off of it un- unless Cavuto was on, which was 11 p.m. at night in Greece seven hours later. Um it's amazing what you can do when you just back away from all of it. It's amazing. Uh, but the one thing that has not changed is that – I'll measure the words. I was watching Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. You know, There are certain terms for certain people that are used economically wise and stuff like that. Uh, they are Marxists and communists on the economies. It's not even socialist anymore. Marxist economy, uh, and, and communist. And I give Bernie Sanders credit for looking into the camera and not lying about who he is. 
and he tells you they want to do the whole economy over again under Marxist communist dictatorship. No, no, not kidding. I, I measure my words here. They, he wants to take over the whole education system, the whole healthcare system, the whole insurance system, the whole financial system. He wants to tax the living hell out of you. He wants to raise taxes on everything. Everything, everywhere. He wants to confiscate wealth, and he wants to build a monstrous dictatorial state where he says they're doing it for the people, but they're doing it for themselves. Now there's Elizabeth Warren. She lies about who she is. She keeps calling herself a capitalist, but she's making Bernie Sanders look conservative. So we're going to keep fighting the good fight against these miserable Marxist, communist, socialist, authoritarian dictators that want to destroy you. They want to destroy you. They want to keep you down, step you down so they can control you because you know what their enemy is? Success. Why do you think they spend 24 hours, seven days a week pissing all over success? Amazing that they can rip the stuffings out of great corporations that have created massive wealth, millions of jobs, you name it, they've done it. But all of a sudden, all these companies are now the Antichrist, yet they know better. A woman who committed fraud, committed out-and-out fraud, and use the, the stupid, moronic BS line that she's an American Indian in order to get a job and make big bucks, and she did. And another man that has done nothing his whole life except lived off the taxpayer. That's it. Not a job has he created, not a dime of wealth, nothing. Zero. Yet we're supposed to hand him over the keys to the kingdom. Ain't happening. I'm not going to let it. I'll go turn Democrat and run in that primary and kick their arses if I have to, just to get them out of the way. They are the antichrist of economics. There aren't enough four-letter words I can use on these people. They're not good people. They're not nice people. They're not doing it for the good of the people. They're doing it because they are dictators. You know how they call Trump a dictator and a fascist? No, they are the definition of dictator and fascism. And we are not going to pull any punches. That's what I got from them while I was gone because I was paying close attention when I go on the web and Twitter. and speak, You know, when I didn't do a lot of it, but every word out of their mouth. So the confiscation of wealth and control and domination in their hands. So stay tuned for your handsome and buff post, Gary, as we move forward on this. Now, you notice I didn't mention Biden. Well, he's been talking very left, but I don't think he's very left. I actually think he would be kind of, sort of, middle of the road. But we'll be watching him too. Now, I'm laying off the president today because I listened back to my shows and I've been ripping the stuffings out of him for the past month or two. Leave beef for today. We'll come back at him in the next couple of days. Because you know what we think of him also. And that's that. Let me repeat Internals not very good. Even on the rally, not very good. Support of the last four to five weeks, not forget the transports and the others. We're talking about the big caps. They better hold. If not, the institutions will come in. Today, we're going to take a generous eye on today and say, that ah, was a give back a little bit of last week. If we're not to be generous, you put it in the loss column, and you watch ever closely. And we promise you this. 
If we break the lows, you will hear the alarm from us. But what you decide to do is up to you. It is your money. But leave no doubt, we got the eye. Have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. Simple procedure. You all make sure you hug each other. Not at all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.